Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sticky Sports Side. This sports-based podcast dives into huge matchups, betting, and everything that you know and love on a weekly basis. One half of the duo, Phil, is a statistics betting sharp who loves overs and underdogs. The second half of the duo is Noah, a man of much sarcasm and little to no self-control. Welcome, and let's get into it. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Sticky Sports Side. Phil and I have a lot on the docket for you guys. We have some recapping of college football last week, uh, obviously some more games this weekend, and then the NFL is back as well. Phil, tell everyone a little bit about our socials and where they can see us more than they do right now. All right, guys. On Twitter, we will be posting pics. All you have to do is look up Sticky Sports Side. It's at Sticky Sports Side. Um, Instagram, pretty much just look up Sticky Sports Side as well. Same as TikTok. Uh, TikTok will just have funny videos. Instagram will have updates on like what's going on with our podcast. Twitter is where you, if you want our betting picks, we will have those for you guys trying to win you some money. Noah, I think we should just jump right into it. Football's back and I couldn't be more excited. Yeah, we had a lot of great matchups this weekend. We'll just kind of jump into... A few of the big games, um, Georgia absolutely annihilating Oregon. Um, any surprises there? Do you think it, it made sense that they won by this many? Uh, yeah, Bo Nix is terrible. Uh, I, 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 don't know who, I don't know who else needs to hear it. Just because he went to Oregon that wasn't going to change anything. He played an elite defense and he crumbled. Crumbled. And that's about all. As a bandwagon Oregon fan from like 2010 on, I I really I was trying to handle some car situation. Um, I didn't really get to see much of the game, uh, but I watched highlights, of course. And two like t- both of his interceptions were terrible. Like I I would have known not to throw it there. Yeah, that's fair. I think also Georgia is going to be a lead again this year, which doesn't help. I also think people just were giving Oregon too much credit to start the season. Uh, but that's fine. They'll have a chance to back, you know, come back here because they're not an SEC. It's not they lost a non-con game, so if they want to prove it, they need to prove it on the field. Noah, is Florida back? I want to see them win one more game. They have a huge game against Kentucky again this weekend. Um, Dude, I think the Utah game was harder. I think Utah's a better team uh, than Kentucky. Yeah. yeah I, I do think Kentucky is good. I think SEC opponents just know each other, obviously, a little better. Not saying Kentucky's better than Utah. I think it'll be a grind again for Florida. I kind of want to shit on them again and pick Kentucky because Florida's four-point favorites. Five-point five favorites. My bad. Um, I would I would honestly take Kentucky in the points there. Uh, I See, I'd kind of go opposite. I don't think Kentucky's got – I don't think they're up to snuff. I think Florida's a more balanced team. But um, we'll get into that more later. I was just asking you, is Florida back? Because they had a huge win at home against Utah, for those of you who did not know. Um, so I want to call that win, and I will say, I'll go out on a limb. The win was bullshit. Uh, Utah scored on a third down, and I will be getting into this as my bad take later. But um, they should have scored a touchdown. They just All they had to do was look at the monitor. 
Yeah, I mean, there were some questionable calls, but Florida still won the ball game. They had to make some plays, and they did, so I give them credit. Their uh, quarterback's good. Anthony Richardson, yeah. Uh, wasn't he Oregon's starting quarterback? That's awkward. Um, yeah, very awkward for you there. Uh, Ohio State tops Notre Dame at home as well as it is a huge win because it's top five team. I think a lot of those, a lot of people, including myself, thought it'd be more of a blowout than it was. Um, Ohio State's elite offense wasn't that elite. Um, the defense played well, but Notre Dame's offense isn't anything to cry home about, I don't think. But, you know, good win for Ohio State. Just I don't think it was as dominant as some people thought it might be, including myself. Yeah, uh, it was a little bit of a surprising outcome, and I think you kind of noted right there, Notre Dame's offense isn't the best. Ohio State has an average defense. Ohio State's got a great offense, and Notre Dame's got a great defense. So it about evened out there. That's why it was a lower-scoring game. Coming into this, we didn't know how Notre Dame's defense was going to play, but they held stout against um, Ohio State, and that's probably the least points Ohio State's going to score in a game all season. Um, Also worth noting in this game, Jackson Smith and Jigba, went down with a hamstring injury and is going to be out for a few weeks. But thankfully, and like every year, Ohio State's not going to play anyone for the next three weeks. So That's fair. Uh, another big game, Penn State tops Purdue at Purdue. Uh, I know it's an unranked matchup, but it's two pretty good football teams going into the season, both right outside the top 25. I would say Penn State had some luck winning the game. Um, they didn't play great. Uh, so I think them to come out on top in that game was, you know, very, very fortunate. Um, but Purdue, I feel like, is going to have a nine-win season after watching Aiden O'Connell play. And that offense and their defense isn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Um, both those teams, I think, could make some noise this year. So just keep an eye out for both of them. Yeah, Purdue is definitely in uh, the title race for that uh, west side of the Big Ten. And Penn State... Penn State will be up there with the big dogs as usual. Um, outside of that, there's really not many other games to chat about from this week. Hold on, hold on. I want to get out in front of it. Everybody who's going to get at me for picking my team of destiny is NC State. Listen, they won. They're not going to be my team of destiny this week. I also might think they're buns now. So I'm with you guys. I hear you loud and clear. NC State is bad. Got it? I will stay away from them. Uh, I, I do think they're a better team than they showed. That was a rough atmosphere to play in. I didn't know how raucous East what? Carolina's crowd was going to be, but that, that was pretty impressive uh, what they showed up with. ECU is not, no. ECU isn't even a top 25 crowd. I'm, no. I, I'm not, not top 25. I didn't know they'd have as many fans as they did, though. Yeah, no. Uh, NC State, if they're trying to be the team everybody thinks they should be, they should be winning that game by two or three touchdowns easily. Agreed. And, Phil, let's hop into some games that are coming up this weekend. First one, everyone talks, and I, I think I mentioned this last podcast, about Texas being back. We'll see if they're actually back playing Alabama. 20-point 20, 20 favorites right now for Alabama. I'm taking their spread. I don't think Texas makes this game close. I'm hammering their spread. I think Bama wins by at least three touchdowns. Maybe it could be one of those Georgia-Oregon scenarios, to be honest with everybody. Bama, I mean, I know they were playing Utah State, but they looked like they were ready to play. Um, Texas, I I understand, like, all the hype behind Texas. Uh, It's just, it's not warranted. They're not going to beat Alabama. Um, 
I, I mean, if they do, I'll, I will go on this podcast next week and admit how wrong I was. But I, like, one out of ten think Bama's going to cover the spread. My confidence level is a nine on that, so. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm definitely with you on that. Next game that I have marked down is South Carolina versus Arkansas. Um, South Carolina covered the spread, which we enjoy them for, uh, last weekend against Georgia State. And Arkansas beat a... I, I would say a good Cincinnati team. Nothing special about them. Cincinnati um, was just replacing a lot on offense, so that was always going to be tough. Yeah, and they still put up 24 points against, I, would, I wouldn't even say they're a good SEC defense. Um, I would say a solid, solid SEC defense. Yeah, yes, I would say solid. Um, I think South Carolina covers the spread. It's at 8.5 points right now. Spencer Rattler didn't have a great game in his appearance, but South Carolina's defense looked like they're ready to play this season. I I will say uh, this might be my first major upset of the year. I'm definitely taking South Carolina plus 8.5, even though it is at Arkansas. And um, where do they play? What is it? Uh, I don't even know. Um, Like West Lafayette or is that Purdue? I have no clue. Um, but I would pick South Carolina money line. I might sprinkle a little bit on that, but I do love the plus eight and a half there. Also, Phil, they play in Fayetteville. Uh, Fayetteville, however people You're acting it. like I've ever been to Arkansas. Jesus. You've never heard of Fayetteville, though? No, not really. Am I supposed to? Okay. Sorry. All right. <laughs> That's fine. All right, next game, we have Tennessee versus Pitt. Pitt got kind of lucky in their game against West Virginia. Kind of um, lucky? That's, that's okay, generous. They got very lucky. They scored on a pick six and were trailing for most of that game. Generous. Um, look for Tennessee to come out and absolutely destroy Pitt at their home stadium. I think Tennessee um, minus six and a half is a play. I'm not even... Tennessee I'm, minus six and a half is a lock. Tennessee is miles better than West Virginia and... The pits in for a rude awakening this weekend against a Tennessee team that just absolutely destroyed Ball State. I know it's Ball State, but 59 points, well, that's pretty good. And if you watch the game, Tennessee could have put up 80 very easily if they wanted to. Um, I, I Pitt's defense just didn't look good, and if they play that way against Tennessee, Tennessee's going to put a 40-burger on them. So, uh, yeah, I don't see – like, I'm not saying Tennessee's defense is elite, but I think they'll get enough plays – that they'll hold Pitt to about 31 to 35 points, and I can see Tennessee scoring 42 to 49 very easily. I can see that as well. Um, and really only one more enticing matchup coming up. We have Baylor going to visit BYU out in Mormon country. Um, Baylor is, funny enough, I'm, I'm not sure why they aren't favored in this I'm game. picking Baylor money line all the way. I, I, I'm I not letting this fool me. money line. I would also smash their spread. Baylor is yep. a much better team than BYU. There's so much hype around BYU. But it's in now. Provo. It's in Utah, sure. which is why. BYU gets such hype every single year um, after games one and two, and everyone's like, is BYU going to be good this year? No, they're never good. Well, hold on. They created Zach Wilson, and Zach Wilson's got that dog in him. So let me tell you, there's something in that BYU water over there in Provo, Utah. <laughs> Right, um, Phil. Is there anything else you want to comment what? on? Wait, for college you're going to disagree with me? Zach Wilson doesn't have that dog in him. I think Zach Wilson's a cool guy. Uh, he definitely dates a bunch of milfs, but we'll take it. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. No, but I do like Baylor in that game. I uh, I think they're a very uh, balanced team. Whereas I don't know if BYU is as balanced. 
I think BYU's going to have a solid team, but I think Baylor, to you know get where they want to be this season, they got to take care of business at Provo um, and at least cover the spread. I mean, I see them winning this game, though. Yeah, I have no doubt that Baylor can, can pull that out. All uh, right. So we're going to do a, a nice little transition here into NFL, professional football. Um, there's about six matchups that I noticed. I, I wrote these down. Um, it kind of surprises for Phil to get into as well. We have the first one starting Thursday night. The ex-Super Bowl champions or reigning Super Bowl champions are at home facing a Buffalo Bills team, and they are two-point dogs, the Rams are. Yeah, uh, give me Bills minus two and a half. And I mean that wholeheartedly. We don't know how Stafford's elbow is going to hold up. The Bills have just gotten better. Uh, I think their defense is going to be better than last year, which is all it needs to be. It doesn't need to be elite. It just has to be able to stop somebody. Um, yeah, Bills minus two and a half. I, I totally agree with you there. I think the Bills, I think this is their year, personally. They're a very solid team. They'll get Tredavious White back sometime early in the season from a torn ACL. He's a playmaker in the secondary for them. And they're just, they, they got, um, who's the guy from Georgia they just got? Uh, Cook, right? James Cook? Yeah, James Cook in the backfield and running back. The stud, as always, got Stephon Diggs. Um, the Bills rightfully probably should have been in the Super Bowl last year, but the dumb overtime rules kind of screwed them out of that. But we'll see how that goes. I like the Bills as well. Okay, next matchup. We have Steelers at Bengals. I know maybe some people might not look at this and be like, oh, it's a big game, but we're both like Steelers fans. So, And the, the Bengals are coming from a Super Bowl in their last game. So how are you doing about this one? I feel like the Steelers are going to lose, but I think it's going to be closer than people think just because it's a division game. Um, give me Steelers uh, plus six and a half, but the Bengals win. Yeah, I'm, I'm not really going to disagree with you there. Um, next game, we have the Chiefs six-point favorites in Arizona. How about this game? I actually love the cards in this spot at plus six and a half. Not sure if I love them money line. I might sprinkle a little bit there. Let's not forget the cards in the first half of the season are a different team than they are in the second half. And the first half is when they're really good. So And they're at home. Plus, Kansas City lost Tyreek Hill. I understand they still have Pat Mahomes, but when you lose a weapon like that, it changes your offense, whether you acknowledge it or not. Um, uh, give me give me cards plus six and a half. I think Chiefs might slightly win, but wouldn't be surprised if cards money line came through here. Yeah, the Chiefs are a team that they don't really blow out in the regular season unless it's like a really bad opponent. They tend to play very close games. Um, I do like the Cardinals here, obviously playing at home, and you are correct there. They show out early in the season, and Kyler Murray has been taking his game film very seriously ever oh, since. Dude, of course, really of course you had to. No, it wasn't a rumor. They fixed the contract because Kyler got pissed off about it. Okay, so he dead ass. That was written in there. It was like yeah. an hour of studying a day film-wise, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I like read all the message boards and stuff and saw what actually happened because I was actually curious. But, um, that's hilarious. Yeah, no, he basically was like, that's a bad look on me. Like, I study, I do my film. And so he made, like, well, the cards take it out. Like, that's the issue is they could have showed that to him and given it to him. Why did I have to make mainstream media? Like, 
I feel like no one else's contracts ever make it in the media. Uh, oh, Why didn't hit? It got leaked. It was for press. That's all it is. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. Um, okay, next game that we have are the Buccaneers going down to Dallas to face the Cowboys. Yeah, give me... Uh, the Cowboys don't have an offensive line this year that is any good. Give me... Um, give me Bucks money line, but I do like minus two and a half as well. So I'm sticking away from the spread in this game just because I know some weird things happen with the Cowboys, but if there's one thing we know about the Cowboys, the Buccaneers, they're going to put up points. The over in this game is only 51. It's going to be in a nice old, uh, nice old, I don't mean old as in, okay. Never it's mind. in a dome. It's at AT&T Stadium. Jesus, so you got a roof covering you. It's nice and dry in there. You're gonna kick. You're gonna make your field goals. No elements. So, are so there's not gonna be any wind or uh, blizzard like you know the Bills and the Patriots last year. Yes. So that's enough to know right there. They're playing in Dallas, one of the nicest stadiums. No wintry conditions present. Obviously, it's still September, anyways. But. Take the over in this game, 51. I don't think it goes anywhere below 55. All right. And, Noah, were you going to bring up I, – I hope you were going to bring up the Raiders and Chargers. I think that's going to be – Yes, very... there, that one and then one other game afterwards. Okay, well, I picked Chargers uh, minus three um, in Inglewood, California, SoFi Stadium. I think the Chargers, this is going to be their year. The Raiders, I think, are a very good team. I'm not underestimating them. I just think – Herbert is going to have it going on this year. I think they're going to come flying out of the gates here. Great. Herbert is my MVP. I, th- I think he's going to win MVP this year. Um, the line is currently at minus four. I still trust that. Minus three, minus four. It don't matter. Chargers are going to win. So, last game. This is the Monday night game. And we have Russell Wilson returning back home to play the Seahawks as six and a half point favorites. Uh, give me Broncos, and I might take an adjusted line or something. Six and a half is a lot of points, but the Seahawks are going to be bad. <laughs> um, Geno Smith is their starting quarterback. Yeah, and I hate to knock Geno because he's a great guy, and I loved him when he was at West Virginia, but, I mean, the Seahawks just don't have a team even built around him to make a run. So, I mean, the Broncos are a more well-rounded team. They have the better quarterback, the better defense. I mean, everything is telling me Broncos minus six and a half is going to cover other than it's not in Denver, but. Agreed. Um, Yeah, I don't think the Seahawks are going to be anything to write home about this year. They're going to struggle offensively. They have an absolute animal in DK Metcalf. Tyler Lock is still a great player, but you need someone to throw the football to these great guys, and I don't think Geno Smith's the answer. I would see Drew Lock maybe filtering in here within the first two quarters, and I think he's going to end up finishing this game because Gino's not going to get anything done. All right. Well, let's go ahead and go into our quick, quick, quick predictions of each division's standings, um, what we're going to predict this year, and then we'll do our segments. Yes. Um, it's so all, it's all going to be pretty rapid fire. So what? Let's just go north, south, east, west. You want to start AFC or NFC? What? North, south, east, west. What the fuck? Oh, well, that's the order we're going to go in, dumbass. Why? Why wouldn't we just do uh, like like, like it is in ESPN? East, north, south, it's all lined up. 
Why would you do that? Oh, okay, I'm not looking at it in ESPN. I just... Okay. Well, why don't you have ESPN pulled up for our podcast? We have to look up statistics. What's wrong with you? Okay. I, yeah, You're I fired. Have, I have You're all fired. Sort of stuff written down in my notes on my phone. Yeah, I have so notes can... too, but just in case. You're fired, Okay, Mark. I always... ESPN is literally up. I have ESPN and DraftKings up. Get off my ass. All right, whatever. Anyways, I'm going to start with the AFC East. Give me Bills as the division winner. I also think they win the Super Bowl. And the dark horse in that division is the Dolphins. I think the Patriots and the Jets. The Patriots are going to take a giant step back. Um, the Jets um, are just the Jets. I don't know what else to say about that. The Dolphins are going to take a step forward, but no one's going to beat the Bills in that division. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm following in your footsteps here. I'm excited to watch this Dolphins pairing with Tua and uh, Tyreek Hill now. Um, I kind of want to see how they play together. But yeah, Bills are going to win this division, and I do think Dolphins sneak in as a playoff team, just a, a wild card. So, All right, AFC North. Uh, I like the Bengals to win it, and this is going to piss off a lot of people because they think I'm a homer, but I'm not. Um, until the Steelers prove me otherwise... They're going to be my second or first team in the division, which obviously I have the Bengals as my first team. But, like, I just – Tomlin has proved time and time again, and he's had Big Ben as a quarterback who hasn't been able to move the last three years and still has winning seasons. He's proved time and time again that he finds ways to win football games. So give me the Steelers as the dark horse. Ravens will get injured like they do every season, and the Browns don't have Deshaun Watson until week 12. So – yeah, I have the Bengals winning the AFC North as well. I don't have any complaints with the Steelers. I didn't pick a team for this because I think any of the three teams could actually make it. Uh, if the Browns hover right around 500, I know when Deshaun comes back, they could go on a five- or six-game winning streak. Um, but, yeah, I like the Bengals here, and I think the rest of the division's kind of the toss-up this season. The one issue I have with that is you're acting like Deshaun's going to come back and be MVP caliber when he hasn't played a football game in two years. Uh, that I I just don't think that's likely. And I didn't I didn't say MVP calendar, but the second half. Well, of that's that's is, what he would have to be because they're not going to be five hundred when they get to him. Okay, yes, you were right. They might not be five hundred, but they have. When's he come back? Week eleven, correct? Week twelve. He's suspended for eleven weeks. Oh my god. Okay, so he comes back against the Texans, who are bad. Yes, he plays the Bengals, Ravens, Saints, but the yeah, he plays basically the entire AFC North. One time, and then plays the Commanders and the Texans. Yeah, so what I am going to say is I feel like I, I'm not going to go too much into it. I just don't think it's the Browns season until next year. That's all I'm going to say. No, the Browns are going to be 3-8 and eight probably when they get them back. But I'm saying if they can teeter around, they might have a chance to squeak in. Yeah. Okay. Um, AFC, which one next? AFC South, uh, give me the Titans as the winner. And actually give me, I think now that they got rid of the cancer that is Urban Meyer, give me the Jaguars to have a jump-up season. I understand the Colts still have Jonathan Taylor. I don't believe in Matt Ryan. I don't care what Noah's about to spew out of his dumbass mouth. Um, I think the Jags take a step up. I'm not saying they're going to make the playoffs because I don't think they will. I don't think the Colts will either. I know the Texans won't, so don't even go there. But um, I think the Titans win the division. All right. I mean, that's something I can respect. I've been looking at this Titans team a lot, um, and I'm, I'm going to come out with a bold prediction. They're not going to win over seven games this season. Wow. Uh, they've lost a lot of key pieces wow. to their offense. A.J. Brown, they don't have a good backup. Their wide receivers are – and I Okay, you, will you buy me a jersey if they win over seven games? 
What's up? Will you buy me a jersey if they win over seven games? Because I think that might be the worst prediction I've ever yeah, heard. Yeah, may, maybe in a sec. Um, uh, I'm going to get through this real quick. They just lost their top pass rusher. Their defense is average at best. And they just lost their two top wideouts. And their best wide receiver is West, uh, whatever his name is, uh, Nicholas Akine or something like that. And he's terrible. They don't have anyone except for Derrick Henry and a decent offensive line, and I don't think he can carry them to the playoffs this year. So I'm taking the Colts because I think Matt Ryan, despite he's his age, is definitely he's he is a huge step up from Carson Wentz. No, he's not. Huge step up. No, he has bad. accuracy. Carson Wentz just chucks balls up. Dude, Matt we Ryan has a Mary. duck arm. He's like 38 years old. We have a top five offensive line. We have a top three running back. Michael Pittman has taken strides in his first couple of years, and uh, their defense is going to be solid. Shaq Leonard's coming back, um, but I will agree with you. I, I, Colts will win the division. Not That's not where I'm agreeing. The Jaguars are my team to look out for. I think Lawrence makes strides in his second year. They shored up their defense a little bit. Um, they got rid of Urban Meyer. A couple of free agent wide receivers that I think could. They got rid of the cancer. What's, what was that? They got rid of the cancer, Urban Meyer. I think that helps um, more than anything. I mean, yeah, yes, I will agree. He was like a big part of the issue last year. So. All right. Well, let's get into the AFC West. Uh, obviously, we don't disagree or agree on like the top teams there, but we do agree the Jags take a giant step forward. Texans are just bad. They're just not good at football. Yeah. Um, they need to try another sport, maybe basketball. I don't know. Um the Denver Broncos, Chiefs, Raiders, Chargers. This I believe. I think this is the best division in football. Um, I, Agreed. Like there is, I can legitimately see any four of these teams finding a way to the playoffs. Right. I could see all four of them making the playoffs. Yeah, that's scary. I think the Chargers win the division. I I I said earlier. I think it's Herbert's year. Um, yes. I think the Chiefs end up coming in second. And I think, unfortunately, for the Raiders and Broncos, I mean, it's just a tough division. I could see them making the playoffs, but maybe not either. Um, so we'll see. My bold prediction, I think the Chargers do take the division. Every team is going to go, what is it, 3-3 three and three in conference. No one's going to win over 500. No one's going to go under 500. Like, everyone's going to split their series. That okay. is my bold prediction for this division specifically. Okay. Uh, let's right, get into the NFC East. Okay, all right. NFC East first. I like the Eagles to take the division. Um, yes, they made a great pickup in AJ Brown. They they drafted decently well, and I think the biggest thing that they did they got rid of Jalen Rager. You know, I just think that was the smartest thing that that organization could have done, and they're going to be great this year. Yeah, uh, I agree with you. Who's your second team? Um, Cowboys definitely. The Giants and uh, Commanders are not going to be good this year. Yeah, I agree with that. The Cowboys' uh, offensive line needs to figure something out because they're bad, but uh, give me the Eagles to win and Cowboys to come in second. Nice. Uh, the, uh, the NFC North, uh, the Packers are my top team, even though I hate A.A. Ron. Um, give me, believe it or not, as my dark horse, I you know what? I fucking hate Kirk Cousins, so I'm not picking the Vikings. That might be some bias that people don't want to hear. I don't really care. I think the Bears take a step forward. Give me the Bears as the second best team in the division. Give me the Bears taking a step forward as, yes, my team that could win the division. 
And I will say, fuck the Packers. Aaron Rodgers lost way too much on offense. Do I think he sucks this year? Absolutely not. I think he still gets decent numbers. Not anywhere close to an MVP season, though. The defense is good. I'm going to give him that. But I think the Vikings take the division. Okay. I hate the Vikings. Not time. So people can talk to me about my bias, but I hate that. I hate Kirk Cousins. And now what possibly might be the weakest division in football, the NFC South. Other than the Buccaneers, I really don't see a team here that's going to make a ton of noise. Um, maybe the Saints. I think the Bucks are going to win the division. Maybe the Panthers take a small step forward with Baker Mayfield if he doesn't get hurt. Uh, the Falcons are going to be bad. Uh, I don't – yeah, that's all I got on that. Yeah, uh, I agree with you. The Bucks are my undisputed number one in this. But yeah, um, before this whole thing, I wrote down two teams that I thought would take big step forward this season and could make a run in playoffs or hopefully just make playoffs themselves. That were the Jaguars. And I have the Saints here. I think the return of Jameis Winston and the rest of that team just kind of coming together around him. I think he's a good guy to have at quarterback of your team. They trust him. You got to love his energy. Um, I, t- I like the Saints making a uh, run at the 7th seed this year. Okie dokie. And last division, NFC West. I have the Rams winning this. No matter what, uh, with Stafford having the slight injury that he does, obviously um, they, they did come out and say he would be completely fine for the first week, but I don't know how much I trust that. Rams will win the division again. And as a secondary team, I do think it's going to be the Cardinals. Um, 49ers are going to do fine under Lance, but I do think the Cardinals end up finishing this year strong and going either 10-7 and seven or 11-6 and six and wrapping up a 5 or 6 seed. Yeah, give me the Rams to win the division and the Cards will get off to a hot start, which will give them the second-place finish. All right. Uh, next we have... Oh, I believe it, actually it's time for us to do our segments, right, Noah? Yeah, yeah, Big Daddy, it's all you. All right. Team of Destiny time. All right. I have to redeem myself after last week. Fuck NC State. They won, but it did not look good. Team of Destiny Everybody's going to call me a homer for this one, but you know what? I had a feeling after that game and watching that game, Penn State was going to find a way to win against Purdue. Give me Penn State as a team of destiny this year, and it might be a reoccurring team of destiny if things go the way I think they might. So Penn State's team of destiny, we are, and that's about the end of that. We'll see how it goes. If we lose to Ohio this week, I might be the most unlucky person in the history of anything. So... That would would be traumatic, I think, for every individual involved. I might get rid of Team of Destiny if that happened. So uh, everyone be rooting for Penn State this weekend, all right? There you go. All right. And now we will get into Noah's bad take of the week because guess what? He's always got one for us.
Yes, and this one I think could be popular. I mean, I shouldn't say bad take of the week because most of my takes, I think 50% of the sports population would be like, yeah, good idea, and 50% would be like, hell nah. This one, I think college football reviews need some revising. Um, just this weekend, I watched several touchdowns being scored that on the replay, they showed someone clearly crossing the goal line. And then, mind you, these are in close games. And the refs didn't see on the field that he broke the plane. And they let them play fourth down and they got stuffed. So, yes, I do understand that's partly on the team or not. Because I think college has, like, one challenge a half or something like this now. Um, I shouldn't say I think. They have challenges now in college. Sorry. I will just say they do. So um, what well, So what exactly is your hot take? Can you, like, or bad take? Can my, you, like, summarize it? That, kind of, like, with VAR and soccer... Uh, video recording and, and showing these clips, um, I don't want there to ever be a bad call ever again. And I know, I, I should say uh-huh. scoring-wise, if someone is near the end zone and it's close and, and people don't know what happened, you go straight to the monitor. I don't want there to be, oh, the ref's like lining things up, he's short, he's not short. Go straight to the monitor, see if he broke the plan and either reward that team with a touchdown or don't. I think... Everything that scoring player comes within like a yard of scoring, you go up to the review, you take the 15 seconds. Obviously, this isn't going to be for every play inside the one. Some, you know, a guy gets tackled there. But for everything where a guy's approaching the goal line and gets tackled, instant, like, ref should run right over, see the review, and then make the call. I mean... Yeah, no, I think they need to have less review in sports because I think that's just a part of it. So I'm going to go against this. Uh, no, I think even, so. So if your favorite team, your guy breaks, I the plane, I don't care don't as even... long as other teams get effed at some point too. I mean that's where I'm at. So but but I want I want everything to be fair though. I don't want no. But it's screwed. not fair when you stop the game and you say it's going to be a 15 second review and it ends up being a 15 minute review because I've I've seen those happen. That stops yeah, the I've game. Yeah, I've seen them too. No. But obviously, those those fifteen minute reviews would have been reviews anyways. So under the new rule, I'm revising. I'm just saying, if someone's close to the end zone, just shoot a quick look. Okay, up. I don't like your bad take. There it is. Okay, don't like it. my bad take then. All right. I mean, that's pretty much it, dude. I I think you have some horseshit takes, and this is one of them. So. Oh horseshit! That's. No, sorry, I mean, dude. Are you gonna cry on the podcast? Because I think that will get some more viewers. Or listeners. Nah, I'm going to cry afterwards. I need to be a big, strong man for all of them. All right, guys. Well, I know we will be posting on Twitter this week for uh, picks uh, pretty much every day, I think, starting Thursday. I think me and Noah are going to have a pretty juicy one for you guys Thursday if I think we're going to do what we're going to do. Um, TikTok's going to be coming out pretty shortly here, so keep an eye out for that. And Instagram, I think we're coming up with a new post here soon, right, Noah? Yeah, we will have a new post here out shortly. It'll be with the dropping of this next podcast. Um, So the one that we're recording right now, we record on Tuesday nights currently and release on Thursday mornings. So super excited to hear back from you guys. Let us know what you're thinking of this episode. And uh, just have a great rest of your week. Enjoy some football. Yeah, and sorry, guys, if my energy levels seem kind of low. I am trying to have a big move back up to the northeast of PA. And I'll be back up after this weekend. So I'm just trying to get everything in line. Bear with us, guys. I'm going to you guys. This coochie just hurts a little bit. Yeah, well, I'm, I just didn't want you guys to think I'm not putting in the time and effort. I promise I am. I love sports too much not to. Anyways, guys, let's ride this gravy trend and have a great week.